heard of the the rekindling of the J.K. Rowling situation that's going on? Yeah, I saw that she she somehow hasn't been converted. She's still a, a terrible turf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what's going on now? Well, so they just came out with. Um, <coughs> Huge video game based on the Harry Potter series. Oh, it looks dope. It does. Dude. Look, it looks rad. I, I'm not even the biggest Harry Potter fan, or a Harry Potter fan to put it like that. I enjoy it, yeah. like, but that game looks so cool. It like, if sick. you're a Harry Potter fan, that mm-hmm. look. It's like GTA for Harry Potter, yeah. right? Yeah, it's oh, got. God, it's got like b- big like Red Dead Redemption vibes. I haven't played it, but just the the little bit I've seen, I've talked to a few people who've played it, and they say it's dope. Like it. I talked to one guy, he was like, this might be my favorite video game ever. I was like, damn, I didn't expect that high of praise, you know. But um, there's been this campaign for the past few months leading up to it. Like, if you buy this game, you're a bigot. If you pirate this game, if you even participate in this at all, if you buy it second. You know, because there's some people who are like, they hate J.K. Rowling. And they're like, but they're huge Harry Potter fans. You know, they're like, I, ha- I have to play this game, so I'll just buy it secondhand, so she doesn't get any money from it. You know, or I'll or I'll pirate it off the internet, and it's like so bizarre to me that people want someone to sh- like share their ideology so badly, yeah. like they, that. And like I, I get it if it's like you know, there's there's companies I don't support, you yeah. know, but I like I I don't support Disney. Yeah, like I try not to give Disney money, mm-hmm. so. I, I don't pay for Hulu. Mm-hmm. I don't pay for Disney Plus or anything like that. I have no plans to go to their parks right. or anything. You're not exactly jumping up and down for the next um, Marvel movie. No, no. I have yeah. like, bro. I see. <laughs> I see maybe five Marvel yeah. like movies. Um, so like, it, <laughs> it would be so weird to me if I were though. Mm-hmm. You know. Be, like and still have like the opinions I do. Right, right. Be like, be like, oh man, like Disney is just awful. I can't wait to go there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like how do you the the internal consi- inconsistency just? Well, it, it becomes either then the principle that I'm conflicted about isn't isn't worth that much. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's trivial. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's even stupid. Right. You know, and I shouldn't worry about it. It's, it's kind of, kind of like how like when I watch. Like Simpsons uh, uh, episodes, I'm not thinking about what has Matt Groening as a person mm-hmm. done with his life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, when I watch Quentin Tarantino's films, I'm not I'm not thinking like like oh, uh, awful lot of feet in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Epstein and Weinsteinism just dripping throughout. Uh, all these Tarantino like, movies. This, this guy must have inward wallpaper. <laughs> uh, and it would just be end paper. Like, oh, I got the, what kind of end paper are you looking for? <laughs> Something plaid, uh, verbally pastel, the, the white cream font. Yeah. Sans serif. But the um, the All caps. The really peculiar thing about the J.K. Rowling situ- <laughs> yeah, situation. So how, we, how we get the end paper? <laughs> 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 the 
because I'm just pic- I'm just picturing like the word itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but like on a pattern, like endlessly, like that you don't necessarily see on a wall. You just think it's just like like diagonal like lines. Oh, oh okay, I right? See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine like you walk in the room and it's like a, a pink room, right? And you've got these these like uh, white cream colored mm-hmm. like diagonal lines that are you know spaced evenly apart, like. It's like, oh, that's beautiful. And then you get close and you see it's just the N-word written over and over and over and over again. Oh. I was thinking much more simplistically, like it's it's just plain like N-word, 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 just like in block block font. Yeah. Like like this, all the way down the wall. I'm not sure what company it is that sells this this kind of wallpaper. Sherwin. But they do have options. Sherwin Williams. <laughs> The, um, the the weird the, the weird thing about the J.K. Rowling situation is like if you ask somebody what did she do, like do you know what she did? She didn't adopt um, gender ideology. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's as that's simple ba- that's as basi- I can make that's it. That's basically what, that's basically all it is. Yeah, as far as the details of that, like it's it'd be like why why did these uh, these dyish like. Uh, uh, stone, uh, stone this uh, uh, ex brother uh, to death. Oh, it's because he left Islam. Right. Yeah. He didn't agree with their ideology. Yeah. It, like, it's, <laughs> it's, which the side point is the same people, the same people who are boycotting this video game and any of any Harry Potter related media are the same ones who um, they're playing Nintendo games and either don't realize or don't have a problem with the fact that the Saudi government owns like an 8% share in Nintendo. Do they really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that? Apparently they've been diversifying like outside of just oil. Well, that, just oil. Well, diversity <laughs> is our strength. Yeah. But so people attack her for like, um, I guess you'd call it trans erasure, like denying the existence of trans people, which... What can she doesn't she can't see right, people? Yeah, right. Uh, which the basically her stance is that men are men and women are women, you know. And I, I, I and that's portray, that's um, that's a that's a pretty it's seen as violence. How is it not, Ted? <laughs> well, Give me one. Oh, man, I really don't want to have to stop the show, but I'm so angry right now. <laughs> The, the bigotry, the bigotry, the profundity of this bigot. But it, it's ironic that they accuse her of like trans erasure when it's like it's obvious if you just read like a handful of her tweets, she is trying to prevent the erasure of women, of quote unquote cisgendered women, you know, because it's it's so it's, I mean it's obvious that like the idea of womanhood is being taken over by men. You know, I, yeah. and it's like it's like a, almost sounds like a feminist thing to say. It's like that men shouldn't. I, it, it's weird. Like the. Tr- I think it's I think it's true feminism. Yeah. Um. I. I don't like like I don't I, and like I'm not trying to shit on a kind of like we were talking about um, uh, uh, the week prior with uh, uh the boys and the hand signs about the stop cop city protests mm-hmm. like. I'm, I'm not trying to uh, shit on true activism right. at, at all. There's a lot of activism I really like. Folks that feed people, mm-hmm. folks that 
uh, house people, mm -hmm. uh, especially when people have lost their homes. As someone who has lost their home, like I can't, bro, I can't even watch news clips sometimes of like like people that have like lost from like like floods or fires or like anything and like just seeing like what community mm -hmm. like does um immortal technique um one of my uh, favorite hip-hop uh, lyricists does a tremendous amount of of activism now his politics uh itself i don't necessarily agree with mm -hmm. you know so it's, it's a bit a bit too left for uh for my cup of tea but there's a lot of left-wing policies and things I do agree with, mm -hmm. even stuff with Marxism. But his activism, he's actually out there feeding people. Right. He's like he's telling people, steal my music. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm not selling you my music. I'm performing for you, like, for free. Like, I don't care about it. And like, th this guy walks it as he talks it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of just sad angry people that live on Twitter mm -hmm. that that's their activism a lot of times and I, I think that with gender ideology I think it creates a safe space for themselves socially because mm -hmm. if you adopt the ideology what, whatever it is then nobody's don't worry nobody's gonna Fuck with you. Right. We've got you. Solidarity. Mm. And that's true until you piss off the wrong people. Mm. And once you do that, you either have to submit or get the fuck out. So I, I think J.K. Rowling, you know, I'm not sure if she's a financially stable woman, but <laughs> I imagine that she's probably got enough clout to not worry about, like the world she's created with yeah. Harry Potter yeah. going down the tubes. She, she, somebody asked her how she sleeps at night and she replied, I just look at my royalty check. Like, yeah. <laughs> sleep just fine. How do you sleep at night? Yeah. Fucking envious little fat fuck. Like, especially like stuff like that. Like, it's... People can believe whatever they want. Yeah. But like... I have I have beliefs that atheists trounce me on because of data. So what what I would mean by that is that like I believe that there is more to life than what we're told. There's more to reality than what we're told, including that there is life and/or being after death mm -hmm. for our consciousness itself. I have zero biological data to support this. Mm -hmm. None whatsoever. In fact, it seems that this is a pretty horrific place to be at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. at, the, at the beginning of the day, <laughs> it's quite a magical place. But at the end of the day, all bets are off. Right. And you lose. Yeah. And I lose. Everybody fucking loses. This place just wants to eat me mm -hmm. the whole time. So I have to understand that I'm susceptible to ridicule and people saying that the data outweighs my belief that there's more to this place. Mm -hmm. When it comes to gender ideology, it, it, it is no different. For me, 
there is too much biological data to support that faith-based argument. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it does not work for me at the end of the day. It's Once you start sort of unmapping or sort of like unpacking like what the whole thing is about, it's a, it's a religion. It, it is a faith-based ideology. There is no data, biological, that supports that anybody is a person trapped in the wrong body because of their biological gender assignment. Mm. There, there, there's just not. Yeah, how do you measure that? You, you cannot. You cannot. Doesn't mean it's not true. Right. It just means that it's a faith-based argument. Mm -hmm. um, there's lots of faith-based arguments. Some of them are even kookier than the two aforementioned in this comparison. Right. You know. What you said before, and I I agree, is a good way to look at it. Is I don't need anybody else to believe what I believe for for it to be true. No, no. Right. I take the I take um. There's um. This old preacher man named Morpheus. He had a. Uh, <laughs> he had a thick, buttery voice, and uh, would talk about how his beliefs don't require other people to be converted. Mm. Like, more or less. I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> but that's that's the approach that I've always taken. Um, and that's kind of how I've always in, interpreted my worldview of you know being raised Christian and in the West, and like even before like like uh, I got to Catholic school, that was second grade. So even like before that, I had like a, a a sense of well, I'm what what I believe is between God and I, mm -hmm. right? And it's. It's not my duty to... <laughs> duty. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, convert anybody. Right. Especially not at this point in the game. Have you heard some of the stupid shit that has come out of my mouth? Good <laughs> God, dude. Why would anybody, like, need to, like, be converted at that? But the... The... the Gender zealots, I'll call them, and I believe that is the uh, proper pronoun in that uh, context, yeah. in uh, any way, shape, or form. You oh, then. <laughs> yeah. so don't come at me with that shit. Um, people can believe what they want, yeah. but when you start getting like all up in arms because you're you're telling me that somebody who identifies outside of the spectrum of gender is equivocal to that same spectrum of gender, you're fucking stupid, dude. You're fucking stupid. Rephrase your argument or come up with a different terminology. Um, especially when, like, if your biggest problem is that someone who is a, for lack of a better term, creative genius... Who wrote a story about wizards? <laughs> yeah. And you are pissed off because the wizard lady won't agree with you yeah. that trans females are females? Mm. 
that trans women are women? That she's that she has a biological woman might have a fucking problem with that? Yeah. I mean, I can see why that's a completely rational explanation. <laughs> and again, Ted, I'm not going to sit here in my house and listen to bigotry. Like, Fuck the wizard lady. Like, how dare she? How dare she, he, them? <laughs> well, they act like... Fucking they, idiots. They act like she doesn't have any skin in the game, you know? Oh, yeah. They fucking got her. Checkmate, JK. JK. This fucking clown world. Honk if there are 74 genders. Um, what's uh, what's the gal's name? Or I think I think it's a it's a dude, but he presents as female, from what I understand. It says that she doesn't care about pronouns. Lo- looks like a trans girl, so right. like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, like I, I try to be respectful, yeah. you know, like it's 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 impolite. If somebody called me a girl, I'd be quite upset, right? You know? Yeah, I mean. Before way, it's funny. So growing up, I was always, you know, Jeffrey Star. Um, that sounds familiar. Uh, I posted her on a or him on a uh, my Instagram. All the other bullshit. I think. What other bullshit? The they and them. Yeah. And all that extra shit that we added during the pandemic because everyone was so bored in their fucking houses. They just started to make up more shit and more More shit. More stuff, more stuff. Yeah. That's where the conservatives like me because I'm just real. Yeah, you do have a conservative vibe to you. You're trans, you're male, or you're female. And you're standing on that. So mad when I say that. How are you a they? What the fuck does that mean? It's stupid (laughs) is what it is. Yeah. But you need someone like me that looks like me to say it. Because if you say it, it turns into you're homophobic, you hate trans people, you hate gays. And it's just how you feel. You don't hate anyone. You just think it's stupid. Base training. I mean, she, like, she's not wrong. <laughs> right, right. Like, that's that's literally, like, if, you, if you're trans, then, like, that means you're outside the spectrum of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's three. Right. Like, that's no further that way se- I that. mean, that seems, like, that should be enough, you know? If you transcend the spectrum... <laughs> <laughs> Trans escape the ball. Transcend the spectrum. <laughs> the transcend the spectrum. Escape the balls. Don't uh, get just get rid of them. No, like there, there, there's problems within. Which I, I know, like, like, uh, <coughs> like that. You know, Bible thumping conservatives get really up in arms about the the tranny stuff. You know, there's two genders, y'all. Only two. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, man. Like, I mean, there are there have always been outliers. You know. Yeah, there's anomaly. Uh, yeah, anomalies. I guess that's what you would yeah. proper term. So like um, anomaly. Anomaly. <laughs> anomaly. Anomaly. Um, Anomaly. Anomaly. <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, people that are born intersex, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely biological outliers, but there's also, like, um, social... Like, the, the, the fact that there are people who don't 
like concretely fit into the male and female female category is not a new concept. You know, there, no, no, but, well, I mean, because when you if you're talking about like things like masculinity and femininity, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, those those are spectrum. Yeah, I mean, both biologically and like social role, mm-hmm. like, um, I mean, they're like. I mean, it even says in the Bible they they use the word eunuch, um, but they say there are eunuchs who chose to become eunuchs. There are eunuchs who are who God made them like that. There are people who yeah, ha- there are people who became eunuchs against their will. You know, like they're they, they have a. I heard it put this way. Um, so like there are stations in society. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. You could have a perfect, quote unquote, perfect society, and you will still have homeless people, because it's like they have to be there. You know what I mean? It's like they play a, a role. It's like you look at like, um, yeah. If everybody's the same, then aren't we just prisoners? Right. Automatons, basically. Yeah. Like you look Good at. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Like there was a drunk in Mayberry. You know what I mean? When the Andy Griffith show, that guy that they would let in and out of the drunk tank every, yeah, every yeah. night. And it's like that's like an idyllic you know, 1950s society. And it's like, there's just one drunk guy, you know, it's like, there's always going to be homeless people. There's always going to be, you know, um, weirdos. So there's going to be villains. Right. And there's going to be like dudes who just wear dresses and it's like, you can accept them and you can love them and stuff, but it's like, um, to like completely rewrite like biology and, all this stuff is un- it's so unnecessary, you know. It there's not enough data to start doing that, right? You know what I mean. So, like, if if it's <laughs> if that becomes something that certain communities are, and you know, certain certain ones are like teaching kids that at us at school, but before you even come of age, well, I, I don't I I think that's probably a bad thing in the long run mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I I wouldn't want my local community like at, at the school teaching about sexuality to prepubescents mm-hmm. like I think in in like what, at 10 years old we learned that the next year we would have like like our science books would change you know you guys are getting a naughty class yeah yeah so <laughs> Because, you know, around like 11, 12, you know, fifth, fifth graders, you mm-hmm. know, that's when, when, you know, puberty starts kicking in for some of the class, so. And that was always a biologically based curriculum. It's not like, uh, here's where the pee-pee goes, you know, like, all right, boys and girls, this is, this is how we fuck, you know? <laughs> now, some people like to do it in the pot. <laughs> You may be one of those people. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Now, if you do, I just want you to know it's totally okay. Some people like to have other people watch them do it in the Bible. <laughs> now, if you're one of these people, I want you to know that it's also okay. And it's like, it. fine. It is okay. You know, like, I don't care. How about you? Do we learn how to... Build good credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're getting into this some bigotry. How how about how to prepare for standardized testing? Yeah. 
how about um, learning job skills? Yeah, like how to, how to build a fucking picnic table. I never learned that in school. No. Um, we got uh, some computer uh, classes whenever I was a kid yeah. in, uh, in Catholic school, which was... It was... It was cool, but I mean, th they weren't really teaching it that much. Mm -hmm. Like it was like like oh number munchers and right word right. munchers. Uh, I remember word munchers. Was that like a typing thing? Yeah, it's like number munchers, but it would be like you could it'd be like something like uh, nouns or verbs right, instead right. of like multiplication. Oh or yeah 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 okay. Yeah, there, there I, were a couple of other like. I mean, they were they're good like. I will say tools to teach video games. Yeah, one, one, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I will say I had one class that actually contributed to preparing me for adult life, like in the real world. Um, it was called entrepreneurship class, and I hope it's still there because it was the only practical thing I probably learned in my entire educational history, other than like basic math and reading, you know. But it like the, uh, she taught us how to um, balance a checkbook. She taught us how to like um, fill out like bills of lading and um, like work orders and stuff. Like mm -hmm. all, like office type skills, you know, like uh, how to use Excel and how to use like PowerPoint and stuff like that. And uh, I don't use most of that, but it was like. I understand what a bill of lading is, you know, and I understand how to balance a check. Nobody uses checkbooks anymore, but like at the time, it was still like a applicable skill. Well, I don't use Excel. I yeah, I, I'm nuts deep in Excel, like five six days a week. Dude, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like it was just basics back then. I didn't realize until <laughs> recently how deep Excel is. Like they have like Excel Olympics. Like you, you can yeah, you can use that. Uh, I think basic or visual basic to write macros. Yeah, like pretty much write uh, like uh, code in it. So I I can't do like stuff like that. Right. Like formulas and whatnot, like the algebraic stuff. I'm I'm pretty handy with that. And like as far as like being able to build like a custom like report. So if it's just like here's a bunch of raw data, we need to find this stuff out. Like mm. like we can we can do that. But yeah, there's some. Uh, uh, stuff with uh, uh, that language itself where and I'm, I'm not good with computer language but I'll look at it and I'll be like this makes sense why it survived into like today mm -hmm. you know what I mean just based on like how the syntax is and everything not that they would have known like whenever it's kind of like VHS and beta it's just like oh, well, well, we don't know which one of these is going to last and sometimes mm -hmm. Mediums don't last, you know. Um, I mean, you know, HD, DVD, DVD, Blu-ray. Right. Uh, does Blu-ray even exist anymore? Yeah, but who watches them? I mean, I've I've got a bunch of movies that are are just like like oh these books had so <laughs> many tales. <laughs> I spent hours. To blow the I remember this one. Blow the dust off your laser laser disc. <laughs> Tucker and Dale versus Evil. A tale as old as time. Two rednecks 
go peacefully to their cabin abode to be terrorized by murderous college kids. You, you know what's funny? Um, like, there are people who are old enough to vote and drink who have no idea what that symbol is on your phone keypad. The it, the phone <laughs> It's a phone receiver. Yeah. You know, it, like, what is that? You know, th- those don't exist anymore. Or, like, when you say hang up the phone. Yeah. Like, the... It means... Or it comes from literally hanging up yeah, the receiver. You had to hang the phone on the wall to end your call. <laughs> and it's like, they just still use that same... That same symbol. Or, like, the um, the save icon is a floppy disk. Yeah. It's like, floppy disks have been obsolete for, like, 20 years or more. I can't remember... I think the last time I had a computer that had a floppy disk was 2004? 2005? Yeah. And that even sounds kind of late. It, 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 it wasn't popular. Right. Uh, you know, you I mean, know people I mean? still had them, but like we weren't tr- uh, passing around floppy disks. With- this, no, this was at the <laughs> point where like, um, like, um, you know, flash drives, like you could get, I think like a couple megabytes on yeah. a flash drive at that point. Um, but I would have like, a, a text files for like, um, they're gone now, but, uh, from lyrics that I would have from like when I was like a, kid and a teenager mm-hmm. all the way through like adulthood and you could always just put everything on a text file and be like alright well this computer's garbage but we can put all Save these on this. a floppy yeah, yeah. I mean I had a stack of floppy disks with just all kind of random just you know creative writing bullshit that just lost the time now I had a word processor uh, before I had a, uh, a computer it was like an old you know hand me down mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't uh, didn't even have DOS on it. Like it was just it was like a digital typewriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, My uh, grandma had one of those. I thought it was the coolest shit in the world. Yeah, because it would print and it had those. It had like the perforated edges, like the um, like a typewriter would. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you could even put it in uh, this one. Anyways, you could put it in typewriter mode. So I could uh, I could put a piece of paper in in the printer right, and then like start. Like typing on it, and it would type it in real time. This is the future. I would, uh, I'd make, um, I'd make, uh, uh, like little lyric sheets for songs that, like, you know, didn't exist Mm. or that I would, like, try to write and, uh, do, like, uh, funky formatting and, like, Mm. because everything's in Courier New font on the typewriter, right? Mm -hmm. There, there's, there's no other choice. But, so I would just like go over like certain words over and over again. Oh yeah, to, like accent it, you know, or like tilt it so it would like get crooked. <laughs> like manual bold. Yeah, <laughs> manual yeah. italics. Yeah, and then uh, I, I'd like draw pictures in it. There was one I would have uh, like a like a spiral. I had like a lyrics go around in a spiral, oh, nice. like uh, aligned and tilt aligned. Hell yeah! So lear- learning, you know. Make make do with what you got, you know. I think Courier New is the um, it is the most based font. 
in more in more ways. Than one. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That's literally the only font I use to this day. Like, I don't use um, any kind of like Microsoft. Like I use Notepad, Microsoft Notepad for all my text documents. It's just because it's they're all the same size. You know what I mean? So it's like everything just stacks and fits super neat. Right. So I'm, just, I'm like, fuck this Times New Roman. <laughs> Bullshit. <coughs> Degenerate. Different font. Ariel, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Ariel's like the the standard or was the standard for a lot of the old like web pages from Oh the, really? From the W3C, the World Wide Web Consortium. Um they're it's kind of like the WEF of the internet, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, they decide what's what. Um, but uh, I think then the, it was switched to Helvetica at some point. Uh, I don't know what it is now. I think uh, every like API or whatever the fuck like company has like its own like proprietary font like mm. so anything you build with like Google software now has like whatever it has Arial but it'll also have like Google's like upgraded version of Helvetica and Arial oh my you've, god you've never seen like font like this and some of them are cool I think there's one named Roboto it's uh it's pretty nifty but it's uh it's it's like a take on like these like you know uh non-courier fonts right right it's like we gotta justify this guy's paycheck somehow, dude. I I fucking love fonts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress that enough. I fucking love fonts. Kerning, <laughs> dude. Don't get me started on kerning. Oh, it's it's a it's a delicate thing because it's it's like it's an art, right? Because it's like, well, what what are you trying to do? Are you trying to convey? Uh, set of instructions? Are you trying to uh, convey an idea? Are you mm. trying to convey some just like general information? How many words are we talking about is are, are contained with, within here? Right? Like, are are, uh, are, are we going to be using visuals with this? Is there color involved with this? Or are we just talking like monochromatic, you know, just pick to color. <laughs> color page. Color font. Right? Or are we talking like, you know, more stuff going on. Make a political compass graph of the different fonts. Oh my gosh, man. Oh my gosh. Wing, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I would just say just... Wingdings is in the bottom left corner. <laughs> Courier News in the top right. Oh no, I'd say Courier News or, probably in top left. It's like a postman, the workers font. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Right? This is a courier's font. Mm -hmm. Where did you get this font? <laughs> this is everyone's font. You do not own this font. This font belongs to everyone. I'm a Comic Sans man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Times New Roman man. I like the feet. I like the curves. An I doesn't need to be as wide as a W. Doesn't take a doctor to tell me that. The W would be 
wider than an L. Unless that L is capitalized. Yeah, I think I think that would be like like bottom right, maybe. Times New Roman. Times New Roman. Mm. Either that, unless it's like a clergy thing. But that's why, like, like they. Remember Times New Roman has like this almost like um, monarchical feel for for me for some reason. Mm. So we'll put that in the top right. Yeah, I guess Times New Roman would be top right. Okay. Something comparable to Wendy's <laughs> would. Golly, what would be bottom right? Like well, so it's like whatever you want without so like wingdings bottom left is whatever you want right like completely out the door right and then so, so like the bottom yeah so yeah so they're both wingdings no this makes sense because you have you do have you have wingdings one wingdings two wingdings three It'd be like binary well <laughs> no because that's the opposite of whatever you want yeah so you would you would have like different swastikas in the bottom right <laughs> right including. Yay's uh, uh, merger of the uh, the uh, Star of David, yeah. the Metatron Cube, and the swastika, which <laughs> the it's crazy. Not that, to derail from the yeah, not to derail the conversation, but you know that's from a an alien cult that got popular in the nineties. The Ra- Raelians. You ever heard of that? <laughs> no. Oh, they yeah. They chose to use those symbols before uh, Ye did? Yeah, he, he stole it from, I don't know if it's Rail or Ra-El. Um, I think it was like the late 80s or early 90s. Is that the, the, the white-haired cult leader who had his like video manifesto convinced like... No, you're thinking of Heaven's Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all killed themselves. Um, Ra-El, the Raelians are, are not that considerate. <laughs> well, we're overpopulated as it is. I'm not actually <coughs> sure what Ra'el looks like. So his name is, he changed his name to... Is it Raphael? It's Ra, like the Egyptian god, and El, like the Canaanite god. Ah. And it's like, I think it's... So who would, who would, who would the Fa be? In Raphael, I know. I know they're two different names. I don't know. Well, yeah. Um, what what God would be? I'm sure that because well, all the angels in um, Judaism and Christianity end with L, which denotes of God. Mm-hmm. So they all have different. Um, they all have different like roles but they all relate to what they do for God wasn't there Raphael translation healing of the Lord is Raphael but so like Ra'el the Raelians it's like um, I think it's it's basically like a syncretism cult that just says everything is aliens you know what I mean that's a yeah. It's basically good conclusion. It's basically ancient ancient aliens. The religion, gay space communism, right? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Fully automated luxury gay space oh communism. What if in two hundred years the two biggest factions in in like whatever culture war real war real war there are are gay space communisms or gay space communists <laughs> and 
like far right flat earthers. <laughs> Wasn't there a South Park episode similar to that? There should be. Was there like the it was like the space otters versus <laughs> otters. <laughs> Yeah, right. the, the wisest otter comes out, and he's like, "Tell them, tell the other otters that they shouldn't fight." Uh, you know, he's like, he gives this profound speech. He's like, you know, may, he's like, maybe by believing in God, God exists. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, yeah. And then one otter out of the crowd says, "Kill the wise one!" <laughs> and they all just stab him to death. <laughs> they kill their own wise one. It's like, golly. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Raelism, also known as Raelianism, is a UFO religion founded in 1970s France by Claude Vorion? Vorion. If he's French. Claude Vorion. <laughs> now, now known as Rael. Uh, the group is formalized as an international Raelian movement, a hierarchical, hierarchical organization under Rael's leadership. So he still gets like every, everybody's wife's pussy. Yeah, he's the king of the alien... Uh, <laughs> Man, that's... Wife swapping club. Oh, man, what a lucky guy for him to be the chosen one out of his own cult. Realism teaches that an extraterrestrial species known as the Elohim created humanity using their advanced technology. In atheistic religion, it holds that the Elohim have historically been mistaken for gods. It claims that throughout history, the Elohim have created 40 Elohim human hybrids who have served as prophets, preparing humanity for the news about their origins. Among them are the Buddha, Jesus, and Muhammad... With Rael himself, the 40th and final prophet. Damn, what a coincidence. He's the last one. Raelists believe Thanks. that since the atomic bombing of Hiroshima in 1945, humanity has entered an age of apocalypse in which it threatens itself with nucle nuclear annihilation. And yeah, their symbol is the swastika integrated into the Star of David. And that's what got Ye kicked off of Twitter. <laughs> Love speech. Which, I mean... Those aren't their symbols, anyway. Like, it's none of their symbols. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. the, you, uh, <coughs> It's crazy that... Uh, I shouldn't even say crazy. That's not the proper word to use. It's, um... Stupid. <laughs> you have these folks that are... Uh, that... Elon, Elon Musk, like, just dick riders, just like, oh, he's, he's bringing freedom of speech back to, back to Twitter. Like, no. that's, that's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what he wants. Yeah. Like, no, he, he wants to make Twitter profitable. Yeah. He doesn't want, like, so, like, this, him, uh, kicking yay off, I don't know if he permanently did it or not. I think so, but I'm not sure. I, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but. Twitter, it sucks. Anyway, so. I've. I, I never created a profile, and thank God. I have one, but I just I don't post. I do, I do not want to speak to anybody on that platform. <laughs> it's a cesspool. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like, it's like, what's the equivalent of like getting like herpes on the internet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like just just go inter interact on Twitter. Just yeah. go be on Twitter, yep. and you'll you'll get you'll get web herpes for being on there. It's fucking disastrous. I, but it, it is fun to watch the um, the. It's like the digital equivalent of a minefield. People just post shit, and then like these waves of digital orcs just like invade their 
It's like uh, it's like a herd of like a. I guess it would be a herd, a squadron of like like sea ducks or something on like 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 the Madagascan plain or the, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like coast yeah. or something like like something like you know. Like, yeah, it comes in the what water. What the fuck did like, you just say? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Elon, Elon heading Twitter. It was so funny to watch it because I watched it in real time. People being like, "Hell yeah, Elon's gonna take back Twitter for free speech. We can say whatever we want." And like the next day, the news headline is, "Use of the N word spiked five hundred percent." Of course then, it does. And then everybody gets mad because they're still getting banned off of Twitter. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? Well, I, I thought it was safe. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought I could finally say it. It's like, man, you, you probably say it anyway all the time, whatever you want. It, it's it's funny, too. That, so, like, before Elon Twitter was like, nobody <laughs> was... Yeah, he goes on Twitter and, like, threatens to, like blow up his, like, boss's house or something like that. Like, hey, man, why'd you kick me the fuck out of here? Yeah. Yeah. It's because I said the N-word, ain't it? I just said I was going to fuck his corpse. Man, y'all be tripping. But it's like, before Elon, it was like, everybody's walking on eggshells, not trying, trying not to get kicked off for, you know, having, you know, the wrong opinions about vaccine status or whatever nobody's really sure but it's like that you know they you have a general sense that if you talk about the wrong thing you'll get kicked off and now it's just like whatever like hurts Elon Musk's feelings he's like this like he's like the king of the internet but he's like um kinda like has no has really thin skin you know what I mean yeah it's like well why won't you let Alex Jones back on Twitter He's like, because I had a son who died, and anybody who uses the deaths of children to profit will never be allowed on Twitter. It's like, well, what about all these politicians who want to go to war over dead children? What about children? all the kids dying in your fucking minds getting <laughs> yeah. Your fucking yeah. cobalt batteries for your goddamn planet-saving electric vehicles, yeah. you rocket masquerading fuck? It's like all these Congolese children down in the lithium mines. Anyone who uh, profits from the death of children is not going to be allowed on uh, this platform. Beep bop, boop boop boop. <laughs> That's my son's name. <laughs> We're expecting him in July. He names his kid after the sound a printer makes. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that um, Musk Zoomers have missed out on is the sound of a dial-up modem. Man, that's a fucking gnarly sound. Like back when, <laughs> back when you had to make sure nobody in the house was on the phone to use the internet. Man, my parents would get so pissed off. There was one time I was like, my my dad would be like on call like twenty four seven, and you know if you're on the 
internet and if you botch something up and you're using the phone line, the phone can ring by accident because it'll still be connected uh. some way. I don't know how, right? But with this 1996 technology, if I didn't do something first with the phone or like if I tried to say if like uh, I tried to like disconnect from the internet and didn't wait long enough and like tried to like do it hurriedly panically the phone would like make noise or mm. something I don't know but man it would piss my dad off like I would like try to like sneak getting on the internet staying up late <laughs> yeah phone would like ring all of a sudden <laughs> what are you doing and of course you know they're baby boomers they, they, they didn't like what the fuck the internet is right and it was it was new but I was just like 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 I need to be online yeah you yeah <laughs> it's like it's like there's a semi truck turned over on the interstate and you're in here fucking around playing EverQuest <laughs> What the fuck is our EverQuest? Are you going to pause for a second? I got to take a whiz. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so like all this, um, all this stuff with, um, numbers, like if you keep taking like, you know, a, a 33rd year, you know, uh, add three and three together is six, right? Your 39th year, add Nine and three together is twelve, mm. and one and two together is is three. three right, right. So all all of these numbers are like sacred numbers. Um, uh, three, six, and nine are um, uh, kind of unique in very, very fine <laughs> in their in their own <laughs> way. They uh, like if you uh, if you keep uh, doubling uh, a number, say like if you take. Uh, what is it like? One becomes two, or uh, you know, becomes four. Mm-hmm. All that. If, uh, if you, Fibonacci sequence. It's it's not Fibonacci, uh, but it's it's something else uh, that's called. Uh, but anyways, if you if you take and you keep adding up all these digits uh, this way, then uh, the numbers three, six, and nine are not they're not in this at all. If uh. you, if, you uh, if you do the same thing with say starting with like the number nine and doing it it'll be like only the number nine right if right, you do right. it with the number six then it's only sixes and threes mm-hmm. if you do a three then it's only threes and sixes mm-hmm. so there's even within um and I'm, I'm an idiot with this stuff but like the numbers are even assigned like to like you know planets or you know gods in uh in the observable sky you know the the orbs that we see you know days of the week they're they're like everything's like seven, but there's there's nine, you know. Mm-hmm. But they just, you could still say like there's nine days in a week. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's always blowing my mind. Like, why is it seven? You know, all over the world, not just. I mean, because you've got the, the because he has risen and rolled, <laughs> runs this bitch. Because I mean, you've got the biblical creation week, but it's like there are cultures who are completely divorced from that who use a seven day week. You know. Because why you could say there's a 37 day week, you know, and it's like well, you're there's at the end. Well, I guess a moon a moon cycle is 28 days. Well, I think yeah, I think so. It's like it's supposed to be 360 days, right? 
like I think there's an old 364 there's an old like calendar I think that it was 13 months with anyway the math adds up to a 360 day year right which makes sense because it's a circle you know what I mean right so <laughs> I don't know man but they they have to keep they have to keep changing it and they have over time because mm-hmm. it's not it's not perfect mathematics right. right even like a Pythagoras with music like he was when he was like oh you know if you take <coughs> if you take this big iron bar and you hit it with a hammer it'll produce this stone okay so if you make one that weighs half as much mm-hmm. it'll produce like a sound that is one octave mm-hmm. above that so like start doing the math he's like oh you could make a perfect scale but once you get to the end it doesn't quite fit doesn't quite fit. It's like it's really close, but so it's adjusted. Mm-hmm. You know, a piano is a, a, adjusted, so it's not precise on on the note, like mathematically precise mm-hmm. as Pythagoras thought it should be. Like nature's a little different, right? Right. right. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it's, it doesn't stack like bricks. No, it, it's it doesn't sound pleasing to the ear when you when you use that, mm-hmm. but when you use like the the scale that uh, you know uh, a piano has was 122 keys, I think, or 88. Keys. 88. I'm I'm no, I'm no mathematist, um, <laughs> but uh, like a lot of uh, Eastern scales, they'll have uh, 16 uh, within their chromatic scale mm. instead of 12 mm-hmm. notes uh, in an octave, right? But it's it's still the same bandwidth, right? Right. But the octaves that are split up, much like days of the week in a calendar, mm-hmm. right? They're they're broken up differently. Mm-hmm. So certain instruments have a, a timber that can is not is not normally found in Western instruments because there are twelve notes in an octave in uh, Western instruments, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the Eastern ones it's that it's sixteen. So right, it's a little different. That's what you hear, you'll hear these like. Um Eastern scales that just sound so alien because they they use like a like I don't think microtone is the right word but like they have more steps than we do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's it's like a more subtle variation yeah I think um, the term that it breaks down from there on the quantum <laughs> is a is a scent so like. As far as like the pitch mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the intervals, the uh, 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 difference uh, between, uh, say, like uh, your uh, like a whole step on a twelve uh, twelve note octave uh, versus a whole step on a sixteen note octave, like there's there's going to be a difference mm-hmm. between those two, right? From the from the first onset, it's it's going to be different. Um, the intervals to which uh, they're different is a scent. Like, uh, okay. So I, I, th- you. I, I think you. between from one, like half step mm-hmm. is 100 cents. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that because, again, fucking stupid over here. So like between, but between C and C sharp, you've got like... 100 cents. Right, right. So like halfway between that would be like C50... I don't know what Char- you would call it. Yeah, well, well, but, yeah. I don't know what you'd call it, but that's... Bend. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
See <laughs> 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 half been. But yeah, you hear some of these scales in like far far eastern music that it's like it's so subtle, it's like alien to our ears. Oh, it's beautiful, <clears> man. <throat> I uh never gotten to play a sitar. I've always wanted to. I've never uh, ever seen one. Uh, well, I mean, I guess like maybe like a band at like some like show mm. somewhere, you know, like like oh that guy has a sitar on stage. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but not like we're sitting in a room and like you have a sitar. Oh, for sure, man. Would you I like can hold play? that. Me hold that. <laughs> I didn't know you played. <laughs> <laughs> like You're the only guy I can think of that can play play a sitar. I'll try. I think. I I'm, think. Uh, I'm the leader of the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know we had a fellow sitarist. <laughs> oh, have it a go. Just had it tuned yesterday. <laughs> I went to San Francisco one time and um, walked around Chinatown and there's these guys sitting on the corner like there's there's you know every few blocks and I don't know what you call it it's this like Chinese instrument it's just like one string like on a stick it looks like it's barely held together but they they were playing some of the most beautiful music on MD? It. Maybe? I'm not sure Oh man I should pull that up Hang on. But uh, it's like, it's that stereotypical, like, Chinese sound. I don't know how else to describe it. There's a, there's a plugin I have that has um, some uh, uh, Pacific Asian instruments. Uh, but I can't pull it up on here, obviously, because we're uh, kind of busy. There's a the band D. Let me see. Hang on. Yeah, I want to say it's only got one or two strings and it's played with a bow. Now the band D is a flute. This is Erhu. E R H U. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I would um, try to imitate it with my mouth, but I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> when when was this? You were in San Francisco? Oh, shit. This was like 10 years ago. I went on like a two-week tour. It was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Airhu. Airhu. I'm sure we're pronouncing that correctly. Uh, let me see. That's what it looks like. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, Chinese is, is so... Pinyin in Chinese. Pinyin. No, Pinyin is the Anglicization. Pinyin is the system that you anglicize Chinese s- syllables. Oh, see, again, I'm, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> oh. Air who? I worked in a Chinese restaurant for like a year. And, um, I, I remember that because uh, I went in there. I didn't know you then, but I uh, met you. I think we had done like one show, mm. like 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 I performed at, and uh, uh, your band had performed at, and uh, you were you were uh, the only uh, uh, time I had gone in there, and a, a white dude had taken my yeah. order, yeah. and I was like, I was like, this guy looks real familiar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was probably the only white dude who ever worked there because it was it was a rough work environment. But I did I did learn some Chinese while I was there, just enough Mandarin to, um, like I could put in an order in the back because none of the chefs spoke English. Mm. So I worked there just long enough that I could I knew the whole pretty much the whole menu in Mandarin, and just like simple like counting and hello goodbye. That's how I got somewhat sharp with my Spanish when I was in uh, Jersey. I worked at a couple of places. One of them, uh, the only other person who spoke English was my roommate. And if he didn't work, then... You're lost. <laughs> yeah. Both of us spoke Spanish about equally. Right. And poorly, mm-hmm. you know. But we could... Uh, communicate somewhat, you know, um, with, uh, <laughs> between his knowledge and his vocabulary and mine to be like, like, all right, cool. Teamwork. We yeah. got this. But, uh, you know, it was, it was difficult at first. Uh, the second place I, uh, went to that, uh, uh, was an, uh, an Applebee's and they, uh, made me a corporate trainer. I never trained one person, <laughs> not one person. Um, but most most of the folks that worked in that kitchen, uh, Spanish was uh, either their second or first language, and English was like their third. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got uh, I got uh, friends with a couple of them, and then a couple of them that they they did not like. They didn't like gringos to begin right, with, right? Right. They like a bunch of people don't like this mouthy fat gringo uh, <laughs> in general, but um, I started having dreams in a different language, and damn, that had never happened. Like I was having yeah, dreams I've always in heard that. I've always heard that that's when you know that you're like have a good grasp on a language is when you when you start dreaming in that language. Well, I would because I would use it at work, mm-hmm. and like I would like try to make sure that uh, I was saying things like correctly mm-hmm. you know like my, my buddy Santiago that I worked with which I'm sure that was totally his real name uh, but he <laughs> it was that kind of, it was that kind of Applebee's um, <laughs> what, what's your name <laughs> what Bill yeah, yeah. <laughs> says here it's Peter yes 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 Peter yeah. <laughs> Peter Peter yeah. whatever is this this is not going to get me in trouble if I file this and 
Department of Labor. No, no, it's good. It's yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Peter, man. Come on. I need a job. Which is good on him, you know, but uh, it was it was pretty bizarre, man. Like, I mean, it was cool as fuck, but like I I got to the point to where like I could under I couldn't argue yet, right? So mm -hmm. like I'm I'm still an idiot in the language, but like I could understand like people. I could understand what they were saying and when they were talking bad about me. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, respond in English. Be like, hey man, you ain't gonna you know you're gonna call me a F A G G O T you know. In a different language to my face. I should know more Spanish. My dad is I don't know if he's fluent, but like he, he can speak Spanish. He, um, he he grew up, he spent a lot of time when he grew up um, in kind of a boarding house for like young um, Mexican and South American immigrants, mm -hmm. and um, he just picked it up. And uh, I learned a little bit from him, and but I, hell, I've been working construction so long, I should know more. Because there's a lot of instances where it would be really handy to know. Oh, I, w I wish I would have kept up with it, yeah. man. Like, like, because that was probably like I mean I was up there for about four years, but like just that like sort of like skill alone, probably like two and a half, three mm -hmm. of the years that I was up there, like like just building on it, and it was like I and like I had like you know some. Like uh, books, like idiots, like guide for like you know a couple of phrases and stuff, and I had Duolingo that you know of course I didn't keep up with right, at all. Right. But um, from using it just at work and whatnot, like it, it, it kept me sharp, and I was I was like, damn man, like I that's something I'm really weak in. It's mm -hmm. like especially me being the communicative bastard that I am, like I should know a different language, you know, to communicate in, you know. And I, I wish that as a kid I would have been taught more. Like, mm -hmm. like I know some folks get up in ours were like, they're teaching our kids Spanish in school. It's like, yeah, they fucking should. Yeah. Are you, yeah, well, are I mean, you a fucking idiot? Well, uh, <laughs> what do you what do you think the the second most common spoken language in this hemisphere? Is? Yeah. Well, especially on this continent, you know. Yeah. But uh, all the other Americas, literally, not the not the United States, but all the other Americas, like, what's the predominant language there? It's it, it's Spanish. Like, it, le learning Spanish or like Portuguese mm -hmm. or like like makes a whole hell of a lot of sense if you live in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. Like, notice I didn't say French. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Quebec. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Back to where you come from. Where I come from, we pronounce our letters <laughs> accurately. <laughs> the consonants matter. They have so many consonants that they just don't pronounce. The, I, I just think that they've just got so many roses coming out of their asshole that like <laughs> it, it just causes this uh, self-righteous uh, speech impediment to happen. No. 
learning Chinese was wild, or try, uh, attempting to learn Chinese is wild because they have this weird. I don't know if I've talked about this before. It's a, uh, it's tonal, so like every syllable has four tonal variations. So like the the most common example is ma, so like just a neutral tone ma. Um, is a question. It's like a question mark. So you put the word ma at the end of a sentence to make it a question. Hmm. And um, ma, like with an upward inflection, is mother. And I can't remember what the downward inflection, ma. And then ma is horse. <laughs> yeah. So you like, if you don't have your, if you don't have your like... Mom, t- is that your horse? Yeah, yeah. Or, or you... Accidentally call somebody's mother. Mama, mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you like. Or would it be? Mama, mama. Yeah, basically. But yeah, you mess around and call somebody's mama horse, like unless you like are really on point with your tonalities. And it's like that's why, like, I would be the most quiet traveler you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. Oh my god, that's. It's it's like kind of like when. Uh, not to shit on conservatives again or anything, but like they'll like see like you know Muslim countries and like tourists dressing like like women wearing a hijab or something mm-hmm. or men wearing like you know the white with you know a turban and even as like just tourists it's like well yeah that's a custom of the country you're at mm-hmm. you're a guest yeah like you chose to go there like be. A, be a respectful guest they're being hospitable to you like it's a different country if you're a traveler in a different country oh they can do whatever the, the government there can do whatever the fuck they want yeah. to you yeah anything they want to you no we've got it I mean um, we've got it so easy because like the whole world like kind of placates to us like linguistically you know what I mean it's like right. we don't have to go out of our way and like a huge portion, especially if you go to a big city overseas or anything, like most likely, like you think Starbucks isn't going to have English right on their menu in Singapore, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, you go to you go to Saudi Arabia, like be you know have some humility as a guest, just do whatever they tell you to do. <laughs> you know, like go around to other countries, like. Why don't these motherfuckers speak English? Oh my god! Go it back to here. Goes back to um, what we were talking about during the break about like being like when I was like at that uh, at that uh, pub and it was it was, it was crowded and you know I'm 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 in there for five minutes at max and out you know not 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 there to. S- celebrate the good time dinner everybody's wanting to have (laughs) but I'm listening to these guests just bitch and moan and like the place is understaffed like it's you could it's a mess from how busy it's been and it it closes within the hour and I'm listening to these people just bitch and moan like like we've been waiting almost an hour this is ridiculous it's like if you're that fucking hungry, cook your own food. Yeah, yeah. Or go someplace else. You like uh, fucking rich people problems, and uh, like all of us, like as Americans, that sort of shit. Like, like, oh, 
when's my table going to be ready? <laughs> this service is terrible. I bet the food's not even that good here. Like, pompous ass pretentious mm. shit, man. Like, and like I'm, I'm there, like, I, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm there on, like, my, like, little vacation, you know, like my two-day getaway. But here in, like, just, like, that level of disdain where it's like, that's your problem? That That's really our problems today is that the wizard lady doesn't accept <laughs> your fucking trans ideology, genderhood <laughs> bullshit, and... Your fucking table isn't ready for you fast enough to so somebody else could cook your food for you. Bullshit. Golly. First world problem. Oh, no. I mean, where do I sign the check? <laughs> take, shut up and take my money. These people need my fucking help. My valet has visible tattoos. Oh. What a disgraceful. Oh, God. The pony they brought was agitated. I don't know who had it beforehand, but they did not do a good job. You can tell I've been around horses my whole life, and you can tell when animals have been mistreated. This pony was just unruly. And they didn't do anything about it, and I even told them I complained about it. I, I knew my sister-in-law had gotten me tickets for this. I was going to write a stern email back to her. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. You like go to, go to Mexico and write a bad Yelp review for the government? <laughs> People, anybody that's written a bad fucking Yelp review about anything can suck my anus. Yeah, I think... Fucking, like, cry me a fucking river. I think the way that some countries require, like, military service, like, uh... Like, it's uh, like, compulsory you yeah, know, for, yeah, for yeah. citizenship. I, yeah, I, I, think, uh, we should, I think Israel. Israel. Like, uh, Israel's I think Cuba one. was like that for a little bit. We should do that with food service. Like, I think everybody should have to at least spend a year in the service industry just so they know how to fucking behave. Just, <laughs> just so your spirit gets broken a yeah, little bit. just a little bit. So you know what hard work feels like, mm -hmm. and then after you get done doing hard work, you realize you didn't make shit for it that yeah. night. It's like anybody who doesn't tip, it's like obviously has never worked in food service. Yeah, it's like come on, dude. It just, it's a chance I've learned that you know, the self self aware idiot that I am, I've I've learned that people will take any chance they can to just vomit out and project their problems onto a stranger. Mm -hmm. Especially one that, like, listen here, I'm paying money for this. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be dancing, you little fucking fruitcake. Bring me my <laughs> fucking food. Where are you at? Now, I'm the one who's paying the bill here, you see, so you're gonna have to impress me. She don't pay the bill. You can flirt with her all you want. I'm the one who's gonna tip you at the end of the day. Like, all right, man. I'm I'm just here to get your lemonade orders, bro. I mean, I'm not haven't even not even top of my concern right now. I've seen that. Uh, you've probably seen that meme. It's like uh, when half a dozen drug addicted, chain smoking, polyamorous uh, <laughs> wait wait staff employees stop what they're uh, doing 
for their two dollars an hour to sing your child happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had a dude. What I I <clears throat> stopped uh, being a server probably nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, I think state of Georgia. To sell alcohol, you have to be 18, so I think that was the earliest I could be a server. I could be wrong on that. Maybe it's 17. No, that's right. Okay, so um, this one guy, I remember, I, and I just plum forgot. His wife would go pee, and he's like, hey, man, it's my wife's birthday today. Do me a favor. You know, like, sing her happy birthday. Like, <laughs> and I just forgot. And then, like, at the end, after, like, I dropped off, the check I came back he was like hey man really appreciate you singing my wife happy birthday now her birthday's ruined <laughs> you're, some, you're some kid I'm, yeah I'm 18 or 19 you know that, that bastard ruined my marriage and then he like goes and complains to my boss and like she like comes up and she's like she's like hey what was that and I was like I just forgot like I normally bring him at the end of the meal anyway mm-hmm. like I don't I don't bring him up at like you know like hey you eating your food well hey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh like I, I apple like, birthday oh my god like I I mean I didn't get in trouble for it or anything but golly man he he just like broke me to my core with that. Like that insult and like the poor wife as yeah. well. She probably hadn't gotten hard dick in like fucking five years. And you know, I've always I've always seen that restaurant birthday thing as like a humiliation ritual anyway. Like who enjoys that? You know? I don't. No. I don't think anybody does. Like see the Me- the Mexican restaurants have it right because they Oh, they do humiliate yeah, you. That, like, put, like, the, put the cream in that birthday bitch's face. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they know the game. It's like they know you hate it. You know you hate They hate it. They, they put a silly hat on your face, and they're like, happy birthday, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit. Here's a picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at your dumbass face. <laughs> We're going to put it on our wall. Ah. <laughs> uh. Good fajitas, though, weren't they? All right, now you owe us money. <laughs> Happy birthday, bitch. Tex-Mex. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we did it. Have we? Oh. We got to get back to scrub- scrubbing toilets for the rich. Oh man, yeah, we've got a got a nice good brunch session in here today. happy I was able to get somewhat done like I'm telling you dude like I don't, I don't know what it was but after like getting like back for like a full day like I just I just couldn't talk I just just felt just like snot dripping like mm-hmm. out of my nose and you know you can't breathe so I'm like walk around breathing out of my mouth like an idiot ape all day <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know that hot stinky breath mm-hmm. like it was just like oh god Maybe I'll get sick and I'll get to use some of my my uh, sick pay at work. I need a vacation. I hope not. <laughs> I do. I never get the last time I got like you were saying before we started. It's like your body knows when you have a chance to recover. So it's like, yeah. oh, now's a great time to get sick. Yeah, it's weird because that's how it's like 
you didn't know you were already sick right. in a way. And your body's like, like, oh yeah, well, now that you have gotten was- all this sunshine and goodness and whatnot... All, we got some work to do on your body. All of 2020, when COVID was happening, I never got sick until the day I went on vacation. I had a week long vacation for Fourth of July, and it was like the moment. Not even the not even like the first morning. It was the day I got home. It was like cool. I'm on, on vacation. I like opened the door. And I'm just like, oh fuck, I don't feel so good. Man, that sucks. It's just in, I was in bed the whole fucking week. At least, were you getting paid? Oh yeah, it was paid vacation. Oh, well, I mean, so I couldn't complain too much, but, but yeah, it's like your body's like, oh, now is a great time to just fuck your shit all up. <laughs> yeah, no boy. Bueno. All right, well, we'll we'll wrap this up so we can do our, our post session chat. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace.